What's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. I'm Ron, and if you're new here, I put content on this channel centered around fantasy football, football, basketball, a little bit of UFC, but right now, it's week 10. We're in the trenches, in the heart of the fantasy football season, and I'm giving you guys my top three trade targets for this week. Now, let me know in the comments. I'm not sure when everybody's trade deadlines are. Mine is like uh, right around Thanksgiving. Let me know when yours is, because once everybody's trade deadline hits, these videos aren't going to really be for anything anymore, so... I'll, I'll switch to maybe starts of the week. Let me know in the comments what you want after these trade target videos. I'm going to probably aim to drop one of these 10 to 15 minute type quick videos about something related to fantasy. I don't know yet. After trade targets, all I can think of is maybe starts of the week. I could do waiver wire videos again. Let me know. Now, if at any point during this video, you find yourself fucking with the content, make sure you go down below, leave a like and subscribe. And before I go on any longer, let's go. First up, we have Kareem Hunt, who's being valued at RB16 right now. And where I even come up with these trade targets is I look at the trade value chart on Reddit, which I'll put in the description down below. And it basically serves as like a market price for these players. It's like a consensus of Fantasy Pros, CBS, all these trade values around the industry and it kind of gives out like a composite of where these players are valued in leagues so i look at this list and i, I figure out who's who's too low on these lists and i the the first running back that stuck out to me was kareem hunt he's being valued at the rb16 on those lists i'm just not as scared of nick chubb as the rest of the market is it seems like the reason why he fell all the way to rb16 when he was like a top seven top eight running back early in the season is strictly because nick chubb is coming back this week it seems like people just think that chubb is going to immediately be the 1-8 to kareem hunt's 1-b and that Kareem Hunt's going to fall to the side. But Kareem Hunt, he's that boy. He's a great player. And I don't think that the, the Browns are just going to put him to the wayside and give Chubb main back carries as a guy who's coming off IR. He's still hurt. He's still banged up. They're probably going to ease him in. And I think that Hunt might even get the majority of the touches for one or two weeks before Chubb is fully 100% healthy. Now, with that, even if, let's say that Nick Chubb balls the fuck out and he's the main workhorse back in the the backfield i think that's actually better for kareem hunt he averaged more points per game with nick chubb he averaged 16.43.5 ppr points per game with nick chubb in the lineup he was the rb7 and even outscored nick chubb in those games and then the four games after that he only averaged 12.38 fantasy points per game and was the rb16 in those next four games after nick chubb was hurt so kareem hunt i think that he's actually better with nick chubb in the backfield he's more efficient because nick chubb's gonna bruise the fuck out of that defense he runs hard he runs between the tackles and then then Kareem Hunt kind of gives you that razzle-dazzle, the, the, the change of pace, kind of the lightning to Nick Chubb's thunder. He's the one who's going to sneak in. He, he scores more rushing touchdowns with Nick Chubb in the lineup. He, he's more efficient. You have, to, you have to realize that because OBJ is now hurt, it allows Kareem Hunt to line up in the slot or line up as a receiver more often like he did last season. Because with Nick Chubb in the lineup, now they can have Nick Chubb in the back and they can split out Kareem Hunt. So I think Kareem Hunt's snapshot is going to go down a little bit, but I think that he's not only going to be lining up in the backfield as a running back, but they're going to split him out wide and his targets are going to go up. Because without OBJ, it's Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, and then it's nobody. So with Chubb back, I think that Hunt's going to be more efficient. He's going to still provide a top 12 type value for you. I don't think he's all the way at the RB16. To me, I think he's in that 10 to 12 spot, have, have that low end RB1 value with those huge boom weeks. We saw him do it with Nick Chubb. He's going to go crazy. And on top of that, Get him now because these next four games are really soft. Three of the next four games are against bottom 10 teams and points allowed to opposing running backs. So to me, he's an easy buy at RB16. Now, I know a lot of you guys are out there 6-3, and 7-2, and 8-1, and 9-0, and oh, especially if you're watching the videos. I know a lot of you guys are doing well in your leagues, and this is my favorite buy for a dominant team. If you're about to get a bye week, if you're in the top three in your league, my favorite buy is Calvin Ridley because he's on bye right now. And 
he's really being slept on. He's valued at the wide receiver 13. And for me, he's a top eight wide receiver. And having him outside the top 12 is just disrespectful to the man's Calvin Ridley. If you've been here on the channel for a long time, you know Calvin Ridley's been one of my my guys. I wrote an article about him back in April when I was writing articles. I was saying that Calvin Ridley's going to be the next Chris Godwin this year. When he's healthy, he has been. During the games where he was healthy in weeks one through seven, he was the wide receiver one. Over Tyler Lockett, over DK Metcalf, over any of the wide receivers going crazy in those first seven weeks, he was the wide receiver one. The reason why people are kind of sleeping on him now is he got hurt in week eight, he sat out in week nine, and now he has a bye in week 10. So it's kind of a what have you done for me lately kind of thing. And I that's where you... That's where if you're a sharp fantasy player, that's when you go and you, you hit up Timmy in your league and you go buy Calvin Ridley. A lot of his value during during those first two games when Julio Jones was out was, oh, Julio's out, Calvin's going to go crazy. Calvin Ridley, he goes crazy without Julio Jones, but he goes crazy with Julio Jones as well. This is a team that still passes the ball at the fifth most rate. They, pa they have the fifth most pass plays in the league. And even though Ridley has been inactive for two and a half games, he's still top three in numerous metrics. And remember, he's played seven full games, and in five of them, he had Julio Jones. He's still top three in deep targets, red zone targets, and yards of the catch, which are three crucial stats for a wide receiver. And even when Julio's playing, he averages 15.8 points with Julio Jones, 15.9 without him. Now, the way that he gets these fantasy points are a little bit different. He scores... He scores mainly touchdowns with Julio because Julio demands all of that red zone coverage. He's going to get double team, triple team, and Calvin Ridley just finds himself in the back of the end zone. Now, when Julio Jones is out of the lineup, Julio Jones, that's when Calvin Ridley is going to have 100 uh, receiving yards, 120 receiving yards, and not as many touchdowns. But it, they even each other out when Julio Jones is in the lineup. It, he's, just, he's just not a threat to me. Cal Calvin Ridley can still be a top eight, top 10 wide receiver with Julio Jones in the lineup. And it's probably not too hard to grab Ridley off a team that is in desperate need of a win. They have their wide receiver one on the on the bench. Even though if you watch these videos and you know how much I've been talking about Calvin Ridley in the offseason, you should already have him. But if you don't already have Calvin Ridley, you can pretty easily pry him off a team that's that's in desperate need of a win this week because that, that's the best part. I, that's the best part about getting a guy on by because he's at a little bit of a discount, especially if you have that leverage where a team needs a win right now. The last trade target for today is going to be Noah Fan. He's being valued at the tight end 11. And for me, if you don't have Kelsey, Waller, or Hawkinson, this is a guy that you should go trade for. He's pretty easy to scoop off off the bottom of the bench. Because for me, after that first year of Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, then you have Hawkinson, and I think you have Fan. He's in the, he's a top five tight end going forward for me, and I'll tell you why. In those first three weeks, he was a tight end three. That's when he was healthy, and he was averaging about 85% snap share per game. And now they're starting to ramp him back up. He came back from injury in week seven, and this week, week nine against the Falcons, he had a 78.6% snap share, and that was in a game where he had that minor setback. He had another setback on his angle injury, but he came back later on in the game. It's nice to see him have such a high snap share, even though he was pulled out due to injury. That means that he was probably on pace to have 85% snap share and above, and probably probably even run more routes. He ran 38 routes this game, which is the most he's had on, had on the season. And it was kind of a, a game script thing. You know, it was kind of garbage time. But ha running the most routes on the season in a game where you got hurt and you didn't play your highest snap share is a good thing for Noah Fan. They want to ramp him back up. He's going to get healthy. He's going to get more field time. I know he just re-aggravated it, but he came back later on in the game. He has another week to heal. He's going to get better, and I think that this is going to be the week where he blows up and he puts himself on the map as a top six tight end. I think he's going to shoot up these rankings. I think he's going to shoot up in the perception of all of our minds because I think that this is going to be the week where Noah Fan has a blow-up game. Now, shout out to homie Cody Carpentier. He goes crazy on Twitter. He goes crazy at the Roto Underworld. He has his own show, The Undercover Ops. And he's just been a cool dude that I've interacted with a few times on Twitter. And I came across a stat where he said that Drew Locke has thrown for 309 yards and three touchdowns and 313 yards and two touchdowns in his two games inside of a dome. He's only thrown his, his 
like his highest, his career high in in single game passing yards is 254 in his nine other games. So the only time that he's ever broken 255 is inside a dome. He's going into Las Vegas, and Las Vegas was allowing 318 yards per game at home in that fucking uh what even what do you, what are they even calling the Death Star dome or whatever? It's gonna be a dome game. He's gonna go crazy, and I think that this is gonna be a game where Noah Fant is gonna be on the other side of Drew Locke's 300 yards in three touchdown games in that dome. I think Noah Fan's going to blow up, and this is a perfect time to buy him low. And then next week you'll see him. He's going to be around that tight end date, tight end seven, tight end six on the Reddit trade value chart. And he's going to be a set and forget it tight end moving forward. And I think he's an easy guy to buy up the bottom of somebody else's bench. If you made it this far, man, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below and subscribe, leave a like, comment, especially if you made it this far in the video. If you watched damn near 90% plus of the video, that means you're the homie. That means that you're fucking with the content. That means that you... That means that you want to win your fantasy leagues. And then on top of that, remember, I'm coming out with basketball stuff. I'm coming out with UFC stuff. Stay tuned. I'm going to do some big things with this channel. We're just working towards that, building this community. I know a lot of you guys comment, like on every single video, and I appreciate the fuck out of you guys for that. And like I said, after I'm done with these trade target videos, let me know what you guys want next. Because uh, in the in the next week or two, everyone's trade deadline is going to come up. And that's when I got to start scrambling and figure out what other videos you guys want. And as always, if you have a, a waiver wire question, trade question, put it down in the comments. And if you can't get me there, my Twitter, is, my Twitter DMs is, are always open. I, I connected with multiple of you guys on Twitter DMs. If you want, if you talk about something a little bit more personal, a little bit something more in the DL, find me on Twitter at Ron Stewart underscore. And as always, I'll see you guys in the next one.